Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Welcome to K Wave, a brand new segment on Money FM 89.3 to tell you all about the Korean culture, from fashion to food, slang words to K pop and K dramas. I'm Hong Bin Jung, your South Korean living right here in Singapore, bringing you all you have to know about the Hallyu fever or the Korean wave. And today, I'm joined by another South Korean living right here in Singapore. You may have seen him all over TikTok, especially if you're on Food TikTok. That And if you're a fan of Korean food, whether you want to make it yourself or you're hunting for the most authentic Korean food, he's the go-to guy. He's the Korean oppa living right here in Singapore. He's at SE Films on TikTok and Instagram. He's got 76k followers on Instagram and over 30k on TikTok. He's Eric Yoon and he's here with me today to tell us all about his content creation and of course, Korean food. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. 안녕하세요. Thank you for inviting me. 안녕하세요. So, to kick off, why don't you give us a short introduction of yourself and what content you create on social media? So, um, I am known uh, as the Korean Opa, your <laughs> Korean Opa from Singapore. Uh, I do a lot of content, a diverse range of content. I do, mm-hmm. like, um, obviously, your itinerary building for your next trip to mm. Korea and Japan. And also, I do food reviews in uh, Singapore, local mm-hmm. foods as well, and also the Korean foods in Singapore. as well and I do short films um, basically I'm just interested in many things and I try to um, make content out of that so I have a breadth of uh, interesting things um, mm-hmm. but yeah mostly I do um, a lot of um, food and itinerary reviews and okay. travel reviews yeah. okay so what what led you to start content creating and why food what inspired you yeah so honestly I didn't plan to become a creator oh. per se I okay. always wanted to be a, a consumer of content mm-hmm. but you know like there's like this big global sensation or global thing that happened where it Mm. changed the course (laughs) of history. (laughs) And obviously that's COVID. Um, And so I think during like the the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, I went back to Korea and then um, I came back to Singapore. But at that time, like the regulations or the rules Mm -hmm. said that I was allowed to stay at home and do my stay home notice. Mm -hmm. But then the COVID cases spiked. And so in Korea, And so I had to um, do a stay-home notice at a hotel. Mm -hmm. And that's where this whole thing started. It was honestly a fluke. (laughs) I didn't expect it to be be like this. And so the interesting interesting thing about these hotels Mm -hmm. or these stay-home facilities is that you get really okay food, like really nice food every meal. And so I was posting these... um, you know, like these food stories on Mm -hmm. IG. And then my friend said that, hey, you know, why not just upload on TikTok? Um, Because, you know, it's the new thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I I guess I can try. Mm -hmm. And so literally I got my iPhone and day one, I'm like, day one, this is what I ate. I had rice Mm. and some kind of unknown thing that I didn't (laughs) recognize and then this and that and that. And then I'm like, okay, um, this is what I ate. Quarantine Mm -hmm. food, yay. And then the next day it, blew up oh, and I'm like what okay. in the world is going on and so for every meal I documented my, my journey it's like day one day two for day 14 three, days 14 days <laughs> yes and then uh, I think one of my followers like mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if it's a she or she but then they commented on one of my videos saying okay. that hey your quarantine is over and I'm gonna unfollow you and then oh. I'm like okay uh, okay so do I continue this mm-hmm. or do I just stop it and I'm like you know like 
I, I guess I, I enjoyed, you know, like, you know, talking to people mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like making, cre- uh, create content. Yeah. Like, why not, you know, just as a Korean go out to the local delicacies and, mm-hmm. you know, review it. And so that's what I did. And um, it, it got traction. And then I started doing, you know, more food reviews and whatnot. And then um, I started to do also Korean food review because ah. I feel like people, you know, were interested about Korean food, mm-hmm. whether or not this place is authentic. Right. And then that morphed into something else. And then I, I started you know, building your itinerary <laughs> you and doing a lot of local content. And then I'm here talking to you guys. Okay, okay. So, you know, quarantine has ended the 14 days or one month. God, the God. one month that you actually did. And now you're not getting these specially created food, these lunch boxes for you every day. So since now you're in the outside world, how do you come up with these new ideas for food content? So like in the beginning, I honestly I still don't know know know, know what to do. <laughs> it's just uh, whenever I have an idea, I just like okay. right away try to do it. Uh, but in the beginning, um, I had a little bit of struggle of what to do, mm-hmm. and so I actually did a survey on my I think TikTok. I put like a, a Google Forms to okay. for people to recommend me fruit, oh. especially like Korean fruit. You know, like that. Mm. You know, they want me to try and you know give me my give me my thoughts on it, mm-hmm. and so that's where I I kind of like you know did the whole Korean mm. review, Korean food review to see if it's authentic or not, and mm. then eventually morphed into like um, you know for me I wanted to do something. I mean, like Korean food is really good, but it can get kind of pricey, and so I, I just right. you know morphed into a, a a you know like a content direction where I make my own Korean food yeah. and stuff like that. So there's like a, a lot lot of like evolutions. Mm-hmm. Of, of how it is but I think now when it comes to like you know the content now mm-hmm. it's basically because I know you know the pandemic is nearly over yeah. and borders are opening mm-hmm. and the hot spots interestingly enough is mm-hmm. Korea Japan and travel stuff mm. and so um, I'm doing more focus on that Okay. Um, and then I think later on I want to focus more on like um, domestic like mm-hmm. travel content because there are a lot of Koreans who love to travel to Singapore mm-hmm. and also other, other, other countries as well so Right, right. And you earlier talked about how, you know, things are getting pricey and and it's expensive to eat out, of course, with inflation and everything. You do also post a lot of easy-to-make Korean food on TikTok. Have you always been a cook? The straight answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So are you self-taught? Yeah, basically self-taught. I mean, like, uh, before this whole phase... Mm -hmm. The only thing I cook was ramyeon. <laughs> the easy, the easiest <laughs> easy way. to make. Yeah, the easiest thing to make. Um, but actually, um, to give you like a background, um, yeah. I, my mom and I, we did a YouTube channel. So oh. she made Korean food. And it's not a big channel. It's just so like, it's a family of content creators. Yeah, uh, I guess so. So like she, she, she's the one doing the cooking and I'm doing the filming and yeah. the editing. And um, basically, when I moved to Singapore, mm-hmm. um, I missed my mom's food. And mm. as you can say, like as you can see, the price, you know, like Korean food is n- the barbecue is not yeah, curry barbecue. It's not affordable, <laughs> right? It, 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 it does burn a, a hole in your wallet. Yeah. And so I'm like, why not also first? I think it came from like a nostalgic like um, sentiment of like recreating my mom's dishes. Mm-hmm. But second is to cut costs. Right. <laughs> like, right. It can get really expensive. And then um, I wanted to also to show people that you know you can make legit Korean food. Just like from ingredients from like you know a supermarket, like you know fair price and whatnot. Yeah. So that morphed me into um, you know creating Korean food, yeah, um, yeah. and trying to find ways to like simplify the steps mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I think every Korean can say this as well. When you're living away from family, especially your mom, you <sighs> would 
Miss Omma Bap. Omma Bap. Chipbap. Chipbap. So for some of you that might not know what that means, <laughs> Omma Bap means mom's cooking, and mm. Chipbap is home food, home, home cooked cooks. food. And yeah, I always am missing my Chipbap. Yeah, my mom. Right. yeah, and so it is. It is like I try to make it myself too. I think back when I was in university, I was living by myself, <laughs> and I tried to cook dishes that my mom used to always cook, and they will never turn out the way. Yeah, it, it takes practice. <laughs> <laughs> it takes practice. Okay, so what's your favorite Korean recipe then? Oh my god, there's so many good Korean mm-hmm. like things that I love, but I think the like I love kongguksu, but yeah. then like people here don't really like. Yeah. It's like a soy milk noodle. Mm-hmm. But then, like, for me, I think, like, other Singaporeans will love, like, kimchi jjigae. So yeah. that's the content that I've been also making a lot. Kimchi jjigae. Yeah. And so, uh, I guess, in terms of kimchi jjigae, like, there's different ways of cooking it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so, what's the best way? What's, what's oh, your gosh. biggest tip? Is there a secret ingredient that you put into your kimchi jjigae? Well, first is love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... So there's okay. So kimchi jjigae is a simple dish, mm-hmm. but like um, there's different interpretations of it. Right. right? But I feel like um, um, sometimes there there are some Korean restaurants in mm-hmm. Singapore. They make it a little bit bland and make it too watery. Yes. But for yes, me, they the do. ones that I love is like the sour, the fermented mm. kind with like a lot of like samgyeopsal and whatnot. Yeah. And there, there's actually a I'm not sure if people know. But uh, in order to cook really nice kimchi jjigae, mm-hmm. you, you don't put the kimchi and water and everything together first. Mm. You make sure you cook out the kimchi in oh, a pan okay. first to draw out like the juice. Oh. And then you add, uh, for me, you add samgyeopsal, like slices all over it. Mm-hmm. So you, you get the fatty Oh, um, yes. the, the, the fatty taste infused Oh, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm hungry now. I haven't, I haven't had a lunch. <laughs> me neither. Uh, yeah, right? And then um, for me, uh, it, it might be not conventional. I add mm-hmm. a little bit of butter. Uh, uh, to, to, butter? To, to draw out like that, the fatty taste to it. Because uh, when I was serving in the military in uh-huh. Korea, there's like this kimchi jjigae place. Mm-hmm. And it's like the pot is full of samgyeopsal. Okay. So you get like the fatty taste yeah. to it. And like you, you eat it with sam and then mm-hmm. you, oh, it's just magical. And so I wanted to recreate like that taste. So I was right. like, you know, doing a lot of other mm-hmm. things. And also if you add um, rice to rinsed, rinsed water, it also makes, gives it a little bit of a texture, mm. uh, a deeper flavor to uh, your kimchi jjigae. So yeah. Okay. Those. You need to make me one of your <laughs> kimchi jjigae one day. For sure. For sure. I I am getting hungry <laughs> and butter and kimchi jjigae. That's a first. I've never heard Might of that. Be unconventional. It's just like my 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 little quirk. Your yeah, little yeah, yeah, yeah. quirk. Your secret recipe. Yes. Thank you for sharing <laughs> your secret recipe with us. Okay, so do you have any tips to when it comes to making Korean food? Uh, I mean, like to be really honest, mm-hmm. uh, you can find legit, authentic ingredients. Like in a fair price, there's mm. like this whole section. Right, there's a whole yeah. section just so dedicated. For people are, are like, like sometimes they ask me like, you know, are those brands legit? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, like there's Prumo and there's CJ, right? And they're they're really legit brands. Mm-hmm. And literally, you can make like authentic food like yeah. from your nearest supermarket. But I think another tip um, in order to make um, you know authentic Korean food mm-hmm. is to maybe search it on Naver <laughs> because sometimes you know <laughs> instead like, of Google, yeah, yeah, Naver.com. Yeah, yeah. Naver is, is like the Google of Korea basically, mm-hmm. and a lot of people share their ideas right. and make blogs and whatnot. And you might, we might run into like, you know, translation issues. Mm-hmm. You can always use Google Translate or you can use Papago or whatnot. Right. So um, that too, because I think those recipes are, are, are kind of configured to the local Korean mm-hmm. population. So if you want like that local Korean style, 
then mm-hmm. I think that's a, a great way to to see. We also have Pek Jong on, right? I oh, think I yeah, yeah, I do yeah, yeah. Uh, see his coffee, YouTube. Yeah. yeah, he. If you guys don't know who Pek Jong on is, he is a very famous celebrity chef, I believe, yep. in South Korea, stars, yeah. uh, and he has his own YouTube channel, and he tells you how to make Korean food yeah. in the easiest way possible. Just thinking about his food just makes me hungry right now. Oh <laughs> yes, it does make me so hungry. <laughs> but anyways, more about you. Yes. Not only do you cook. <laughs> But you also go out to different Korean restaurants here in Singapore. So what types of restaurants do you choose? Like, how do you choose these places? Are they ones that you frequently go to? Have you been recommended to these places? Yeah, so in the beginning, I definitely, um, through the survey, I took mm-hmm. a lot of recommendations. I told okay. people, you know, you know what, it's, what are the Korean restaurants I should you know, mm-hmm. go. And another mix is, like, I see other Korean restaurants like the TikTok or IG, mm-hmm. um, and I... Make sure to pay a visit, mm-hmm. and I know Korean friends yeah. who, who always tells me, "Hey, d- have you tried this restaurant?" Mm. And so through that, um, I, I do, um, you know, visit these restaurants. And there's like a strip of land in uh, Singapore. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's it's known for their Korean foods yep. and whatnot. It's it's it's, it's full of it's like mm-hmm. little Korea basically. So have you tried out every single restaurant on that strip? I, Can you say I, that confidently? I haven't tried all. Mm-hmm. But at least seventy percent to eighty oh, percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, like it, it's it's really hard to say like what's the best because mm-hmm. um, they do pass the authentic standard. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're mostly authentic. And so the when you say it, authentic, yeah. right? What makes it authentic? Um, like for me, I have my because like the thing about authentic, it's uh, kind of subjective, mm-hmm. right? So it's really hard to say like this is the laws of what mm-hmm. makes it authentic. But for me, I look at like the way they cook, mm. um, also like the kimchi taste. The kimchi taste, yes, really the kimchi important. taste yeah. is very important. Very important. <laughs> yep. And uh, whether or not like they serve like um, unlimited side dishes, uh. like there are places where like you have to pay for the side dishes. What? And, re- and when you refill, oh like, yeah, yeah, they do, yeah, yeah, they yeah, do, yeah. they so do. So that, that place, I'm like, oh. Not authentic. You gotta have it down to the bottom. Exactly, exactly. And also the the way they cook their samgyeopsal and whatnot. It's like (laughs) imo You know, okay, so I think one of the biggest questions I get as a South Korean living here in Singapore is, you know, where's the best KBBQ place to eat? So, you know, help me out here because I'm like, (laughs) oh, I don't know. This place is good. This place is good. But, you know, the best is in Korea so I can't really help you there so, so in your opinion so I usually because it, it's a multifaceted uh, question mm-hmm. because in that Tanjong Paka strip like, yeah. the way they cook their barbecue is pretty legit like mm-hmm. to be honest like um, I don't think many fall short mm-hmm. but for me I asked them like do you want like pricey do you want like normal, normal price or do you want like free flow like you know like, <laughs> on a budget on a budget kind of thing yeah and so I usually tell people like those categories mm-hmm. and when they say oh, I want like free flow you know like low budget one I'm mm-hmm. like okay then uh, there's one you know in you know in front of Shake Shack uh, okay. Neil Street mm. called Shimanbok yeah. mm. and yeah, they have like I've been there. I mean, it's not the best quality per se but yeah. like you know it's the best bang for your buck I um, mean you know I don't really like going to free flows because you know I, I kind of right, right, have right. this like like, I don't know, taboo on like having just meat quality. And sometimes they smell. So then I'm oh, just yeah. a bit like, oh, okay. But I think the Shinmanbok, for the price you pay, I think that it's a pretty good yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that for me, like um, if, I, if, I, if I want, if I'm like really meat hungry, mm-hmm. I, I probably will go there. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, like I, I think the Korean food, the industry here mm-hmm. is it's really 
fascinating. It's very yeah. diverse. There's fine dining Korean restaurants. Uh-huh. Like there's like Anju and there's like also like Sura, which is like a like upscale kind of like Korean barbecue. Mm. And for me, like um, I really love yeah. experiencing there. Although it was really you know mm-hmm. pricey, um, but <laughs> you you get what what you pay for basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's different restaurants. You know, there's Oppa, there's Charim, and Oppa, there's like, Sinkova, yes. and like mm-hmm. you know, different like Tanjong, Paro, and K Star. Right. 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 And for noodles, I usually go to like the K Star noodle place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then recently, there's another like place called Market Blue um, mm-hmm. in Tanglin Mall. It okay. Recently opened. I've never been. Yeah, there's there are a lot of Korean food there. Uh-huh. And for me, also like each restaurant also has like their own special dish per se. Right. But for me, uh, I love kamjatang. So mm. it's basically like a hangover food Koreans eat. Yeah. It's basically pork backbone broth with mm. like just like. <laughs> And then, like, yes. there, there's many, many places with, like, specific dishes. Like, you know, it's gopchang, and there's, like, daechang. There's, like, beef and whatnot. And mm-hmm. each restaurant have their, has their own, like, specific specialty. I, I saved a highlight on my IG, if mm-hmm. you want to know, like, <laughs> the different segments. Because there's so many segments, uh, okay. so many categories. Okay, yeah. so all these places, is, are they hashtag oppa approved? For me, uh, yes. Or the uh, best place. I think I want to know the best restaurant you've ever been. Best oh Korean restaurant. Like, you got to choose one. Oh my god, that's, that's a hard question. Because <laughs> it really depends on what, what, what I want. you're craving. Yeah, what I'm craving. Mm. Um, think about your favorite food and think what's the best okay. place that serves your favorite food. If I don't take budget into consideration, mm-hmm. right? If I want to really treat myself mm-hmm. to a good meal, I'll probably go to Sura. Mm. Uh, because like it, it, the way like they, they do the plating and whatnot, it makes mm. you feel like a, you're like a royal. Yeah. Like the brass, like the the, the gold yeah, the kind gold, of yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. bowls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like the meat quality is just wow. It reminds me of like you know like the time that I had in Korea with like family and friends. Yeah, and, like, I think yeah. oh, it's making me hungry. I guess I <laughs> have to go check that place out. But you know, with all your content creation, what's the number one question you get from your followers on your content when it comes to Korean? food oh my god there, there's uh, a lot of people ask me this question like where's the best ganjang gejang ganjang gejang yeah so it's basically uh, marinated soy crabs okay so okay well, yeah I know what it is yeah, 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 yeah. I know what it is but it's a very I feel like it's a very Korean kind of dish you know there are a lot of dishes in Korea that it's very hard to yeah, find yeah. in Singapore and especially I think when I see what locals eat beside my table they're usually either eating KBBQ with you know, their pancake, right. Korean pancake. So, ganjang gejang, is that a new trend that Singaporeans are trying? I, I think it's it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, I in the past, I don't, I didn't really want to eat because it's, mm-hmm. it's a really slimy kind of, yeah. like, um, dish. And depending on, like, the restaurant, like, it could be a little bit fishy mm. or a little bit different taste. Yeah. But I think recently I went to a Michelin Guide, like, ganjang gejang place in Korea. Okay. And that spoiled my taste. <laughs> so that, that place didn't really have, like, the fishy taste to it. Yeah. So, like, coming back to Singapore, like, trying other ganjang gejang, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, like, it's not as much as that, that <laughs> But restaurant. I mean, it's Michelin, so... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. So for those who ask that question... I still have yet to find like you know my favorite mm. kanjang gejang in Singapore. Hopefully, another restaurant with great ones will come up. So I'll yeah. let, let you guys know. Well, I just want to ask you, what's the biggest thing you want your viewers to take away from your videos? I guess um, like this whole avenue of like you know content creation and content mm-hmm. is 
also for me an avenue to kind of like express my creativity Mm -hmm. and to create a dialogue with like my followers Mm. um so i do like um, weekly um ama like q a sessions and i um field in all their questions Mm -hmm. and because of those questions i'm able to understand and know what they need Mm -hmm. and so i create content based on that okay so um, i think for viewers who are watching this um you know please continue your feedback Mm because all your feedback really matters and it helps me, to, you know, to grow as well, to understand like what is needed, and whatnot. And I'll do my best to try to answer all your questions. I get a mm-hmm. lot of questions. So. <laughs> okay. So what's what's next for you? What can we look out for <sighs> from the Korean Opa living in Singapore? Yeah. So obviously, um, like for me, I don't have a clear direction per se because mm-hmm. I always do things out of the whim and I just initiate <laughs> spontaneous. it. Spontaneous. Yeah. Spon- spontaneity is, is in my nature. But I think uh, I'll continue to do more like uh, itinerary tips, travel mm. tips. Korea and um, I think um, I did like a, a, a campaign not a campaign but like a challenge okay. um, with like different food creators mm-hmm. it's called Hawker Under 10 yeah. um, and so it's, it's where we kind of highlight the, the delicacy of like the Hawker food and what y- you can get under $10 under $10 so, even now with yeah, inflation yeah, I mean like you can get legit like at least two or three dishes with okay. $10 yeah, so it's pretty pretty nice but I kind of want to elongate that and like mm-hmm. make it into more like a you know what you can do in Singapore like these are mm. three things you can do in Singapore like these are the itinerary for you when you visit Singapore so do a little bit more local content mm-hmm. um, along with like you know Seoul or Korea and mm-hmm. Japan and travel I mean you recently well. went to Seoul as well right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so another story about that this whole Korean Open of Singapore was yeah. uh, it was not even a year old it's probably a couple of months old mm-hmm. so like um, I was having like a so last year I was having like a, a content slump yeah. a little bit um, and then I decided to go to Korea with like you know some of my uh, Singapore friends mm-hmm. and then we visit different restaurants and there was like a, a restaurant uh, where they served like honeycomb as makgeolli. Mm. And so I went and then um, I was trying to think of like um, of things to say. Yeah. And people who are with me, they know they know, know that like my, my introductions are never <laughs> staged. It's always like on, on the spot. On the like spot. Response. So I'm like thinking about something to say. I'm like, okay, why not say as your opa, you know, I, w- I want to give you the good things, right? And so that's how this whole as your Korean opa from Singapore. Uh, you know, like I see, I see. Started. And that video went super viral. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue to try to think of different tips for you guys to travel and also for people who are traveling Singapore, uh, advices and stuff like that. Well, I'm looking out for what you create next. <sighs> yes, it's going to be <laughs> interesting. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for joining me thank today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. And if you want Korean food content, make sure to check him out. He's at SC Films on TikTok and on Instagram. And he'll tell you how to make the perfect Korean food, whether you're craving the perfect perfect army stew or the potato salad that hits the spot and the best places to eat korean food right here in singapore he'll tell you the places that are hashtag oppa approved this has been k way with k influencers i'm hong bin jung and you're with money fm 89.3 to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app that's a w e d i o Available on Google Play or the App Store.